everyone. Thanks for dropping by the Lady Sadie podcast. My name is Lady Sadie, and this is going to be my first official uh, recording for the podcast. Uh, this is and or might very well be a test, so we'll see how this goes. Alright, so I wanted to introduce myself a little bit um, and my role and purpose in doing this podcast, um, kind of explain that. The ultimate goal, I think, in life is to be happy and um, that's, uh, you know, met through different means and, and different uh, scenarios and situations for everyone. And so my, um, my, you know, my name is Lady Sadie. The purpose of me doing this podcast is to share different experiences, different stories um, with, with mental health, but even just with life in general and, and how, you know, these experiences shape who we are. They shape our, our attitudes, our behaviors, our, our basically our mental health um, uh, lifeline. Um, I, you know, I, I myself have dealt with mental health issues, um, not just, uh, you know, personally, but th- through, other, um, through other people as well. My ex-husband, family members, um, this is going to sound cheesy, but my animals, I mean, I've, I've, dealt with these things multiple times in my life and so my goal is to share how how I deal with them how I get through it but also to hear from you all and to hear your experiences of what gets you through um, and shapes you through your experiences Um, (laughs) there's just so much I want to touch base on and kind of go over but I want to keep it brief so that I can still um, you know give time to answer questions and um, explain a little bit more about what the role in this podcast has. I definitely want to make sure that you all are laughing and um, you know enjoying yourselves, but also um, that there's there's going to be a you know a slight line of seriousness where you know there are these real issues that people deal with and they face, and it's not easy. But through those experiences, you can find the positivity and um, mostly just hilarious in you know what you've been dealt and uh you know what you can control as far as in your situation so uh, hang tight join me as we go on this ride and (laughs) journey through the different experiences that have shaped all of us so I wanted to get into the pulp of the show I call it the pulp because it's the main (laughs) the main focus of uh, what today's episode's about And today we're talking about music and all of the feelings that come with it, that uh, that we feel, that you feel, that people have felt throughout history. So, when I was researching this topic, I I had to like rewind a lot because I went straight into the music aspect and I went straight into where you know where did music emerge, where did it start. And, and it's so hard to pinpoint a specific date, um, just because, you know, music has been around forever since, you know, since forever. Um, so while I was rewinding, I actually got more onto the topic of 
sound and how sound, even before music, as far as with, you know, lyrical components and stuff, there, there was sound that was used for different purposes, similar to music nowadays. Um, but within sound itself, there's, there's so many key points. And so just keep in mind, as I go through this whole podcast, there's so many things I cannot touch on just because this is such a huge and, and broad topic, but I'll do my best to, um, to kind of pinpoint some of the things I wanted to focus on. So with, um, so with sound, um, it's, it's such a key aspect that people use in their life, uh, for meditation. People use it for, um, there's meditation therapy. There's, uh, sounds people listen to, like when people get annoyed, um, like the little humming sounds that you hear. Um, I've seen people like use those to deter people or deter animals, uh, deter certain things. There's sounds that can bust your eardrum, I'm pretty sure. And, um, all these, these things, these sound things are just so cool in the fact that there's so many and yet they all can make us feel a certain yet different way as individuals. So an example is just going to be like mosquitoes. I cannot stand the sound of mosquitoes. Most, I would say that's probably generalized for most people. Some people don't mind it. But me, personally, I cannot stand the sound of a mosquito around me. And that's just a, a pitch or a sound, you know, like a, a, a sound that's being made that I can, I can literally, it makes me cringe, like I'm getting goosebumps. So, um, so yeah, there's, there's definitely, you know, different aspects of sound that make individuals feel different, you know, all different feelings. Um, okay, so <laughs> I'm going to start with a little bit of, of the sound as far as how it's been used throughout history. Um, the first thing I want to go over is like the Tibetan singing bowls. Um, those are pretty common now as far as, uh, well, they're making their way mainstream as far as with, um, meditation, healing, uh, purposes of that nature. Um, but, but they, they have, uh, ancient brain entertainment methodology for healing and meditation. Tibetan singing bowls have been used for centuries for healing and meditation purposes. They create a range of sound to restore the normal vibratory frequencies of disease and out of harmony parts of the body, mind, and soul. So this is a little more spiritual. Um, I know it, you know, it, it, it's going to vary from person to person, depending on what you believe. And, um, if you have this idea and acceptance of, uh, the bowls actually helping to restore or heal you back to, um, you know, previous self, um, you know, mentally, not necessarily physically, but, Yes, so the Tibetan singing bowls, they're, they're really, really old. <laughs> They've been around for so long, and even before those were around, there was still sound that people used to, I think, just to make themselves feel better. Um, I, I mean, <laughs> I can think of a couple sounds <laughs> that are made uh, when going through a positive experience, but I won't get into that. Um, People use use sound for for everything. Uh, the other thing I wanted to touch on was sound therapy. Um, sound therapy uses sound 
it does use music and special instruments played in therapeutic ways combined with self, uh, deep self-reflection techniques to improve health and well-being. So sound has a huge role with music and how it makes us feel. Regardless of if, it's that ha- if, it's, if that's going to be us feeling happy or if that's going to be us feeling sad, mad, angry, all the feelings in between, it has a huge component in, in shaping our emotions. Um, while I was researching, I also found uh, Kui Gong. I've, I've learned of Kui Gong before. It's a Chinese meditation. Now this one, I thought a little bit out of the box for this because this one uses deep rhythmic breathing. And even though there's not necessarily chanting or sounds being used while doing the Kui Gong uh, exercises, they're, uh, they're still doing a rhythmic breathing. And so when I think of that, I also think of sound because I reference back to like beatbox that's all sound that's all rhythmic noise making but when it comes together when you put it together you know with with music and lyrics and and all the aspects together like you've got a pretty cool pretty cool sounding stuff so yes with the Kui Gong Chinese meditation that deep rhythmic breathing also helps to um, put us in a mood give us certain feelings uh, put us in a place in a state where we can um, you know, do what we're trying to accomplish. Um, the other thing I wanted to touch on was mantra meditation. So this is more sound based and I guess musically based as well, because there's words that are associated with it. Um, but let me start with a mantra. So I'm sure most of you know, but a mantra is a a syllable word or phrase that is repeated during meditation. So that could be things like, you know, like the syllables where people are like, um, or, uh, you know, words like, I can do this, I am great, I am enough. Um, phrases, I guess words and phrases, those kind of go together. Um, but they can be spoken, spoken, chanted, whispered, or repeated in the mind. Most mantra meditation techniques techniques have two essential components mindful meditation and mantra recitation or chanting while this age-old practice kind of going back to age old it's been around since forever um, is known to have buddhist or hindu roots uh, forms of sacred words recitation exists with a great variety of spiritual traditions including judo christian and shamanic nowadays mantra practices are also gaining popularity as a part of non-secular mindful practices which is definitely true um i've i've seen as mindful, you know, mindful exercises, I've seen people go through mantras of, you know, basically just to help them feel better about their day, about themselves. Um, and it, I mean, definitely works. I've done it. <laughs> so it works. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it works. <laughs> but, uh, there, I mean, even with mantra, with the mantra meditation, um, these words or, or syllables, or even these phrases that are repeated are repeated. And, they, they make a rhythm, a rhythmic uh, motion, and that is something that people get really into when they do the meditation, um, and it helps them to basically just focus, refocus, and block out all of those thoughts. So it just kind of goes back into my, my idea, the theory of, of music and sounds and how it makes everyone feel differently, it's used differently, um, yeah, at the same time, it can make people feel good. Like, it, it just kind of blows my mind. Okay, so uh, I have a question. I just want to ask it because it's, I mean, these, these 
different types of sound techniques, sound therapy, sound meditation, uh, Qui Gong, the rhythmic breathing. It's all super cool. I've uh, I've gotten a chance to experience a couple of these uh, personally, and I mean, I wouldn't do them every day. I don't do them every day, but it's definitely an experience to at least at least have that feeling of of individual individuality because it's going to feel different for everyone. Ideally, the goal is to feel the same, you know, to feel um, cleansed, to feel refreshed, recharged, but it's going to feel different for everyone. So my question to you is, have any of you ever tried any of these types of meditations, these sound therapies, um, any anything that I didn't even mention, because I'm sure there's a ton more, but anything with sound that has helped you to recharge, refocus, um, because I want to know, I want to know like more about this. I, there's, there's, again, there's so much that I, I can't cover. Um, but I do, I want to hear experiences and stories about how, how you've done what you've done, how you feel what you feel through these experiences. So you can actually email me. Uh, my email is Sadie, just like my name, th424 at iCloud.com. Um, email me your questions, your experiences, your, uh, answers. I want to know, I want to hear. Um, anyway, I'm going to jump back into music, uh, the musical aspect. So music, uh, it began and developed from sound. Like I mentioned earlier, it has literally been around since history can recall. So forever, (laughs) pretty much forever. Um, a couple of websites mentioned music not actually being established until written word was established, which I can understand. Uh, it makes sense. Maybe it's just for the sake of them not being sued. I get that. I get it. Written word is, when it comes to music, written word, lyrical part, I get it. Um, but again, before that, there are still types of music, still different things. Everyone obviously has their own taste in music, but even though we all have our own tastes, we all have our own reasonings for liking it. It can bring back memories, uh, good, bad, happy, sad, mad, angry, you know, any kind of memories. And it can also trigger events for people. Again, not just bad events, but good, um, happy, sad, angry, all different kinds of events. It can make us dance, get up and move, motivate us to work out, help us sleep. Literally anything you could think of to use music for, there's a type of music for it. So, so I, ha- I have uh, Apple, Apple Music and I literally search whatever... I can think of, and there is something on there for it. Very rarely, um, well, I mean, there are times when I have run across something that doesn't show up, it says not found, but very rarely am I able to not find something that similarly matches what I'm looking for. (laughs) Um, (laughs) oh my gosh, okay. So, since music has this universal symbolism and... I don't want to say universal because it is universal meaning for people, but it's individual at the same time. So if that just blows my mind because what the heck, <laughs> like this concept, this idea, it just, it's, it's so individual, but also people can feel the same way about a certain song. So I'm not sure how to take that. Let me know what you think because I don't know how to put that into words. It's, it's very, uh, to me, it's mind blowing. Like it's just, it, it, it's so cool to take that in. 
anyways, so I wanted to kind of go over this, this experience that I had about a specific song. Um, I, this was when I was like, so I was in eighth grade. So I was what, like 15, 16, maybe 14, 14, 15. Um, but I had, I had this class where it was a literature class and, you know, we, we did a lot of cool things. I love literature. Um, I love any kind of writing. I love all of it, but she, the teacher, the teacher that I had, she, I don't even know what we did that day, but basically we had a day where we were trying to interpret these poems that she was giving us. She would use modern day poems. Um, she would use modern day music songs. She would use old, old, super old stuff, Baudelaire. Um, I don't even know Edgar Allan Poe. She would use a bunch of different stuff. Um, you know, like poetic poets and all that stuff. But um, she had she had played this song. Um, it's a Joss Stone Joss Stone song. Um, and let me let me start by saying this was not like the vibe I got from her. I did not get a Joss Stone vibe from her, and I don't even have a Joss Stone vibe for myself. <laughs> but this song, it literally just hit home. So when she played this song, I don't know if I can play it. Let me see if I can play it really quick, like just a little bit of it, because it is so, I feel like it just captures all the aspects as far as musically, um, like the music part, and then, and then spiritually, uh, like, like, maybe not just spirit, I don't know how to explain it, but like mentally, like it gets to you, like the song like pierces your soul, um, but I mean it pierces my soul, may not do that to you, I don't know, music does some weird stuff, but I'm gonna play a little bit and just, just kind of listen, because it's so, crazy that this song for me has a specific uh memory and I'm able to relate this to that and I'll go into a little bit about that in a minute but let me see if I can Okay, I'm only going to play a little bit of it because the song, I could listen to it over and over, like forever and ever, but it's so good. Basically, basically what had happened during the situation was when I was, when she had played the song, we had the, we had the lyrics in front of us. She told us to close our eyes and, and just relax. Um, we were in the classroom, you know, I was in, you know, like a, a chair, a, a school chair, so not the most comfortable chair, but. I was tired. I had, I'm pretty sure I had a rough week or I had had just a bunch of stuff going on. And when she told me to, to just, I don't know how to put it, when she told me to let go, and I guess that's what I did, but when she told me to let go and just kind of like feel the song, feel the music, I literally like had that moment where I was like, damn, this is, this is such a good song. And maybe I should do that with more music. But at the time, this memory that I associated with the song, um, it it made an experience. It made a, an emotional uh, memory, emotional, I won't say scar, but an emotional mark for me to remember. And the first, literally, like, it's so easy for me to understand what she's saying, which which kind of helps because I didn't want, honestly, I didn't want to read the paper. I never wanted to read the paper, but uh, with, you know, with the lyrics on it. But 
when she said, you know, tonight when the darkness comes, why don't we treat it like a friend? I think that's really what got me because I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but it's just so good. Like she put her thoughts and, and uh, efforts into this song. So my point of this is this song really created an experience, a memory, an emotional mark for me to, to kind of reference back to. So whenever I hear that song in my head and, 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 you know, in that place, I go back to that place to where I felt so relieved. Like I I was able to, um, you know, take all all this stuff on my shoulders and, and put it down. And music does that. That's my point is that music can make you feel and, and, and have all of these emotions and create these experiences that will shape you to who you are today and shape you to even to liking the music that you like today. Um, again, I don't have a Joss Stone vibe. I'm, I'm definitely not a huge fan of all of her songs. Um, but this specific song, I, I don't know, it, it just it got me. So that's why I'm, I'm you know, really drawn to that song. Um, and, and I'm really drawn to the topic of music and, and how it creates these emotional memories for us. Um, now, I, I kind of wanted to go into this too because just from talking to friends and even family, um, apparently people don't all think the same types of, um, they don't think the same type of, of way as far as when it comes to hearing a song. So that obviously, that sounds pretty obvious. That seems pretty obvious, but let me explain a little. So, um, I was talking to one of my friends and he had mentioned basically, oh, I don't listen to the lyrics really. I mostly focus on the music, on the, uh, you know, like the musical aspect of it or the instrumental part, and I'm like, what the fuck, like, who does that, like, in my head, I just couldn't register this, and then, instead of, you know, going crazy, and and just being like, this is so weird, like, I've never, you know, I I don't, I don't know, I had to kind of step back a little bit, um, and and kind of just, I wanted to think about that thought, and, and really kind of process it, because I've actually seen that before, and I didn't understand, I didn't understand what I was, you know, what, what, what I was hearing as far as how this made sense. So here's another example. Um, just kind of like, so my mom, (laughs) my mom loves music. She likes all kinds of music. Just like me, my music taste varies from heavy metal to hardcore rap to, uh, you know, some modern day country. Like my music just, it, it varies so much. So of course, depending on my mood, but anyway, so my mom, at some point in her life, maybe even still now, I'm sure, she, I'm sure she does. I don't know if she'll admit it, but she listened, uh, she listens to pretty heavy rap, listened to E-D-E, listened, listens, I don't know, uh, pretty heavy rap, hip hop, um, some hardcore stuff. And I remember her telling me this experience of why she listens to it. Um, she would always tell me stories of when she was pregnant with me. My dad would have, you know, my dad had this, this is the nineties. <laughs> So my dad had this, uh, uh, <laughs> this wannabe gangster car and, uh, of course he tried to, you know, deck it out and, and, you know, do what he could as, as young, young adults do. Um, <laughs> but when she was pregnant, she, um, would listen to, I mean, she still does, but specifically the story is when she was pregnant, she would listen to this music that would have really heavy bass um, and it would, the car would vibrate, obviously, because my dad had a sound system in his car, I mean, 
why wouldn't you in a car that's, you know, tricked out? So he had a, a sound system and uh, it would vibrate. I I obviously can't remember that in the womb, but um, I do remember being like three or four, maybe even five, sitting in the car and feeling vibrations from the bass. Um, that, frankly, um, I liked it, but it, it, I mean, that didn't draw me in, maybe because it was my mom doing it, and maybe, you know, that seems uncool as a kid. Um, and that's a whole other story, <laughs> but... Uh, just uh, her doing that she would she would you know she would tell me I'm like why do you always listen to it so loud with the bass on like I can't like I can't even hear what the words are I can't even hear what they're saying I just you know feel the bass and she's like that's the point like that that is why I listen to it because the bass the the musical aspect like I can feel the music and so this was a new I mean at this time when I was like what five six years old this was a new concept to me but I get it now. It kind of makes sense because now, I mean, I get it. I mean, part of me is like that now, but it, it makes sense to where you want to feel, <laughs> excuse me, <laughs> you want to feel the music and you want to, um, it gives you some feelings of, of, of happiness. She told me basically the reason she would do it is it would help calm her down. It would help, uh, again, basically what the Joss Stone song did for me, it would help her to take a load off and, um, kind of just refocus on what she was doing, driving maybe, <laughs> I don't know, whatever she was doing, uh, being a mom, you know, a young mom, you know, just whatever she was doing. Um, okay, so I have another question. Um, what do you guys listen to? Do you listen to the music? Do you listen to both music and lyrical part? Do you like to listen to like the bass part of songs? I don't know what I need to know because different experiences for everyone and I want to know what you listen to I mean how you listen to in a song I see me like I listen to lyrical parts of the song I really focus on the lyrical part um, that's how I mostly determine if a song is good or not <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing that's just my thing but that's what I do so I, I want to know what you guys do email me again uh, some of these responses share some of your experiences I want to know why, if you like to listen to, you know, let's just say the bass, if you like to listen to the bass and music, why do you like listening to the bass? What does it do for you? Um, I mean, I mean, I, I gotta know. I, <laughs> I, I need to know. I need to, I feel like I need to understand more about, uh, people in general, but I, I want to understand these, these feelings for others. And, and maybe, maybe it's personal. Maybe there's, you know, more of a reason behind it, but let me know what you think. I really, I would love to know. Um, Anyways, so again, there's so much that I could go over. There's so much that I could talk about uh, with music, but I'm going to, I'm going to wrap it up. I'm going to wrap it up today because I want to hear a lot of your responses, a lot of your experiences on music, um, just because I know it's different for everyone. Yet at the same time, it's such a universal topic, like Again, that just still blows my mind. Anyways, so uh, email me. Again, the email is Sadie, just like my name, TH424 at iCloud.com. Um, share your experiences. I want to know what what is going on out there, what, what you feel, you do you, how you do you. I want to know. Um, I want to close and just leave the idea of music and sound very open. Uh, it's... It's just so 
beautiful. It really is. It's it's beautiful. But it can also be very angry and and not beautiful. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. I feel I feel more more uh confused going in going out of this topic than going into it. So <laughs> oh my gosh, so is life. Um but I want to I want to know, you know, the logic behind why we do what we do, the psychological part. Um it doesn't always make sense. It's not clear to us at first, but the music, it, it, the sound, it leaves a, a certain impression on us, helps us shape our memories. Um, I, I want to leave another thought, a question for you to think of uh, before listening to the next episode or before I even get, you know, get that up there. Um, how has music shaped who you are today? The music you've listened to, the music you've listened to now, listened, ED, uh, listened to now. Is it the same music that you've always liked? Like, did you like the same music when you were eight that you like now when you're I don't know, however old you are. Um, I, I kind of know the answer to that, but also I kind of don't because I know like sometimes kids listen to nurseries, nursery rhymes. Um, and I don't know, maybe some people still like nursery rhymes. I don't know. Let me know. I, I need to know this. So this is, again, I, I have, this is like food for thought. Like this is like, I'm craving this knowledge. Um, has your music taste evolved? Has it digressed? Whatever that means. Has it progressed? Do you think it's digressed? Do you think it's digressed? Um, and then what the hell is your favorite song? Like, I need to know this because everyone has a different favorite song and I want to know why it's your favorite song. Once again, my name is Lady Sadie and this is the Lady Sadie podcast. Thank you for listening. Until next time, adios amigos.